0: welcome to another episode of the top 10 show i am john roca
1: i am matt nost we are meeting on a lovely day here in los angeles that we are it's beautiful outside once again we're at matt's house so
0: uh, matt's new house and so there's beautiful views of the vegetation and the trees you can still hear the scant sound of a chainsaw cutting up some wood down there at the bottom did you see the pipe
1: no there's a pipe oh they well it's um I'm sure they use it for some sort of like municipal irrigation or municipal uh, uh, drainage or something, but okay. they're just funneling debris down from the house they bought. Oh, crap. It's huge. It's, uh, you could probably almost fit inside standing up. Wow. It's that big. When you walk out, just look to your right. You can't fucking miss it. It's okay. a big black. It's like those, those black corrugated uh, uh, plastic inst- like a, that you see for drainage around yeah, yeah, houses yeah. and stuff. Just amped up to a degree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what practical, wow. practical use it as out of like municipality shit, but it makes sense. Because right. if you got to get shit from the top to the bottom, just throw it down this.
0: Yeah, yeah, it uh, makes sense. That sounds like a massive, I even, need you know, make pipes that big that aren't like for oil and stuff
1: like that. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Me either. I I don't, I, I don't know shit about it. <laughs> Did you see them putting it together? I heard them putting it together oh, okay. I, when I walked down like an hour or two later. They were yeah. still, it took them a full day to install everything because they had to do like wood bracing around it so it doesn't just slide down. Right, right, right. And it's sectioned. I think there's at least two sections of it. Wow. So. Someone had to come up with this. Someone had to be like, I'm going to put my house
0: way up here on the hill. All right. Then I, if you're going to take it, I need you to take stuff down. I think we gotta put a we gotta build a pipe here that's this size and by this length and blah blah
1: blah. Well, it's either that or take it all down by hand. Yeah, which is that's not gonna happen. Laborious as hell. But this type of construction happens all the time around. You know what I mean? Yeah, There's hills yeah, yeah. everywhere, so this problem's existed since yeah Los Angeles started building this shit. Exactly, exactly. So how the fuck do you get it down? Because the owner is like, no, we're not tearing it down. It's like I don't know if you put a pipe up that big, right? If you're not intending on tearing down. I know they're taking out a bunch of the foundation Yeah, cause it's just shifted. Yeah. And the city's making them do all kinds of shit that we didn't have to do, thank God. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, it'd be an extra almost. It's pushing. It's not quite six figures what they have, to, the city's requiring them right. to do to get it up to code. Right. But it's skirting up, too. Wow. And he's trying to convince us to make those improvements to some of our land as well. Yeah. Because they're going to have to pay for a big crane to come out and a couple other massive pieces of machinery. Yeah. And technically, if we needed it, then we would save money, too. Because we're bundling the two jobs together. Of course. But as far as we know, we don't need it. <laughs> for now. For now. Waiting because he's going to send us a geologist's report. Yeah. But we have another one contradicting that from like three or four years ago before we bought the place. Right, right. Just saying, you're fine because this is on. I know when you walk up, it's bedrock. It's sheer bedrock. Yeah. Because So the amount of slipping has been minimal on this house and it's been here for uh, 80 years. Wow, wow. So... Well, listen, I want to
0: address something with you, man, because some of the fans have been upset at some of the comments I made last episode with the homeless stuff. They were saying that I'm like wholesale advocating the, the murder oh, the... of homeless people. And I just, I want to clarify that for some of our fans who are maybe really. You want to make this. an official policy of the show? <laughs>
1: yeah, no, no, because I, I
0: my opinions are my opinions. In no way do I want to hang the show on these opinions uh, or make them suffer for it. I'm just saying, me personally, like, I think some people misunderstood. I was talking it out with you, my ideas, yeah, you're... my thoughts. Exactly. Right? And then some people have come back on, some people. somebody confronted me or somebody sent a compaid to send a tweet. comment in today on SEN Live to be like, has Roka done uh, uh, killing homeless people yet or whatever. And it's just like, and someone uh, uh, put it on one of our uh, Facebook posts as well. And I just, I want to clarify, I know I was saying, I was talking out loud about a possible remedy that would be humane, that wouldn't require that people like live in a terrible existence and so i get that other people were upset about it but it was just that i was talking out loud as a possibility i wasn't saying please make this happen so i'd like to clarify that for our fans if any of you all got upset or offended by it please don't misconstrue what i meant but that being said if i if what i said offended you or hurt you i do apologize that was never my intention it was more I uh, coming from a place of trying to ease these people's pain in some way that is realistic because mm-hmm. we don't have the money to to create the infrastructure, or the money's not going to be allowed to be. Yeah, we have released. the money. We have the money. You're right. The government's not going to release that money for us to create the infrastructure no. to help these people and heal these people and make them functioning members of society again. So what's our option? I was trying to deal with reality.
1: We got to take that money and use it to keep those homeless people out of Malibu and Calabasas <laughs> and Thousand Oaks. Well, right, the rich places. And right. Santa Monica, Beverly do. Hills. Yep. Yeah, where you never see a homeless person, mm-hmm. just they have extra cops and they're always... I got a buddy who lives in Calabasas. He's like, yeah. I've seen two. He's lived there for a couple of years. Yeah. And both times the police, there was two cop cars, stopped talking to him and basically they ferry him out. They drop yep. him like over city lines. Go yeah. deal with it out there. It's like Lebowski. Yeah, You right. don't draw a lot of water around here. you know. It's <laughs> the fucking t- truth, unfortunately. That's right. Yeah, well, look... I, I would hope that they could understand we were just kind of spitballing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not like you sat down and thought of some, you know, plan, some grand plan, and right. had bullet points, and yeah. it was organic and just like I don't know, maybe this is something, that, yeah, or that is something. All right. ideas are possible until we find the the solution that works. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I just want to clarify that for anybody
1: who was maybe left Look, uncomfortable by that conversation. You went to Imagineer when they open up a new ride. It's called uh, Blue Sky. Yeah. So. They think of all possibilities, even if it's physically impossible to do this. Let's right. just try and create any idea and then winnow down to what is the best. Okay. So you were just, just yeah. Blue sky I in it. blue
0: sky in it, everybody. See, hey, what about this? <laughs> what about that? Because I don't want these people to be in this situation and I want and it breaks my heart to see them as I drive around LA in the worst worst conditions, living in the worst conditions. And yeah. so, you know, I wouldn't I just... call it living. They're Fair. existing. Existing, okay. In the worst conditions. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. And being subject to crime, being subject to such terrible things. Uh, God knows there's probably rape going on like crazy amongst the homeless as well. Like, uh, I don't know. It's just insane. Hmm. So I just was spitballing or blue skying possible ideas. And again, I'll just reiterate. I'm sorry if I heard anybody's feelings about it. It was just a conversation. So anyway, boom.
1: Thank you well, for letting me do that. You brought up a Facebook just for those uh, out there. Someone... Stole my information from Russia What? Facebook, no, 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 just for Facebook only Oh, okay So for the past, like, two weeks trying to log in It's like, you really need to reset your password And then I go through that rigmarole Yes And whatever else Uh, And then it logs me out the next time And I can't remember the password that I just created for this Because I want to do a temporary To change it over to something I'll remember long term Right, right It's like, you know what, fuck you Find me on Twitter Yeah (laughs) Find find me uh, over here, over there This is just being, you know It's Uh. supposed to be such a simple thing And I only use Facebook for the group. Right. That is legitimately all I use it for. And if we didn't have the group, then I would just get rid of Facebook.
0: Yeah. If I wasn't on this group and the movie Trivia Shmodan group, I'd probably get rid of Facebook. Yeah, There's I, no point to it. Or I don't we, use it. to have some kind of like uh, fan page or whatever, then it'd be uh, that's it. There'd be another no reason to have it.
1: Yeah, uh, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, just the amount of information that they're taking from you and targeting towards you oh, and yeah. how they're using that to influence businesses and international relations and uh, yep. elections, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like you guys have not been operating with the best of intentions. Yeah. It's been, fuck you, I'm getting paid Yeah, for a long time now.
0: Well, that's true because uh, maybe the same – I guess the same people who went after – they hacked my uh, fan page that I my I built with my uh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. social media, and they took it over. And they wiped out all the information, and they turned it into a conduit for – uh whatever ads or the stuff they', were putting. so it took my social media guy, a whole bunch of like Oakley blades, hey yeah, he, just click
1: here, and it's twenty five dollars exactly and so uh-huh.
0: uh some kind of crazy, so he had to go in there and they if they found the site and they recouped the site, I'm still verified there, thank God, but they wiped it clean of all the content, all the pictures all everything, all the posts, everything, so I have to start from scratch all over again, exactly. it's just crazy, man, so. Yeah, I guess somebody was on a run to go get us and got, trying to get into your shit, they got into my shit. So
1: for, uh, yeah, I, I imagine they just got a bulk of oh, yeah, passwords maybe. and usernames and whatnot yeah. and then logged into those accounts as and, best, as quickly as they could. Right, went from there. Yeah, yeah good to point. try and get money from old people on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. It's the phone terrible... scams, now this is the digital version. Yeah. Because the only people that I know that are uh, active in my life because I don't know but you know fans out there could still be find great utility within Facebook. Oh sure. Just for me and my friends it's like we have text threads, we've right. got Twitter, we've got Instagram. Right. We've got other things and uh yeah, I just steer clear. Yeah. I don't know. By and large, it sucks. I mean, it would continue too until the light was cast on those shadows that Facebook has been guarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, who knows how long it would have gone on for? Uh in I mean, the long run, yeah. Yeah, and just you know I'm sure Zuckerberg had presidential aspirations before all this. Oh, sure. Does this, you know, hurt him with the manipulation of data long yeah. term? Because maybe not this cycle, maybe two cycles from now, he was thinking, ah, I'd start laying the groundwork now for it.
0: The game is so dirty now, man. It's like, I mean, watching that debate last night, I was like, this, these, they're just going for blood. Everything's just about blood. It's always been dirty, mind mind blowing, man. It's always you're right, you're right. right. It's always been dirty. I just I feel like the 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 tactics are even dirtier now than they used to be, or maybe just the modern tactics. Just they're more they're more quicker, or they're quicker rather. Yeah, they're Uh, more effective. They're more effective as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The misinformation is easily is more easily spread. It's more readily available for people to believe whatever narrative they want to believe. And you're just like, man, this is. I don't know if I'd ever. Uh, I don't know if anybody could ever. Like it's just insane to want to run nowadays because there's so much crap that you have to overcome.
1: You have a power and money or great yeah, motivators. That's true. It's very true. And somebody like Buttigieg looks like he's been groomed his entire life for this, like right? some Manchurian candidate. Yeah, he kind of looks that way, doesn't he? Well, it's just you know. What uh, Ivy League education, Rhodes Scholar, right? War veteran, right? Has a mayor of a small town. So he's right. got the folksyism It's like, and also gay, so he appeals to that. Uh, well, yeah, section. but that shuts. Out. I think that's you know the the chink in the armor for him.
0: Really? Oh. I think, I think the Manchurian candidate thing works actually to make him gay because then it's like, well, look, he's done all these other things. So maybe I shouldn't focus on him being gay. The fact that he's a combat veteran, the fact that he's this or that, which would, you know, the other people that might be affected by the fact that he's gay, maybe they've got other reasons to like kind of ignore that part of it. So I
1: don't know. Perhaps. But I also know that there are types of individuals where that is a black and white issue to them. True. Very true. So it's already done. It yeah. doesn't matter how good your policies are. I'm sorry. Right. It's just like, boom, you're cutting out how large a percentage of potential voters. Yeah. Automatically. Right, right, right. Uh, And across, you know, socioeconomic backgrounds and race, ethnicity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is a polarizing issue. Yeah, true. Uh, It's craziness. It is. But, uh, you know, enough with downer talk.
0: (laughs) I know. I was just going to say, how do we segue out of this, man? I don't know. anticipate us doing that.
1: Well, That's all right. Well, hopefully it clarified for those individuals that you know uh, were upset. I, it wasn't intended that way, yeah, and yeah. we'll move forward. We'll get back to you know dick jokes and everything else. <laughs> Don't you worry; they're inevitably coming.
0: Yes, as 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 it should be, as it should be. Yeah. Um, uh, w- w- this was was a, today's subject. Was that a Patreon uh, suggestion?
1: Yeah, by Jonathan uh, Caro or Caro, but okay. I'll say Caro. Yeah, uh, and he submitted. So for years, people yeah. have been asking us to do. Soundtracks, scores, something along right. those lines, and this one was at least small enough. Because how do you pick the greatest soundtracks of all time? Yeah. like So we have to go through literally every movie, or scores is what he asked right, for. Right. So scores. So the movies that just have a soundtrack that don't have a score. Okay, you can eliminate them. But what is that? Right. Ten percent, fifteen percent of movies. There's still a shit ton of movies. So it's just too. It's too tall a mountain to climb. Uh, and the the lists are going to be so diverse right. and everything else. And when he said, "In John Williams," we were both like, "Why not?" People have been asking for us to do a score, mm-hmm. cinematic theme, anything, whatever uh, show for a long time. So we're like, "This seems like a good opportunity to do that." Yeah. And hopefully, all the you know people that have been asking for it this this is you know something right up your alley and you enjoy it. Yeah. And for everybody else, I mean, it's John Williams, so you know his work, right? If you are a fan of any movies of the past twenty years. You, you know a few of these themes, even if you don't like the movie, yeah. which there's one on my list where I'm not the biggest fan of the movie, but I'll be damned if that isn't an amazing song. Right, right. And if I like the movie more, this thing would vault even higher. I'm guessing it's even higher on your list. Um, I don't know. Maybe.
0: Oh, I imagine. Oh, okay. If yeah. I remember what you're talking about, then yes.
1: But it's it still got good placement on mine for, look, I don't care for the movie, but I'll be damned. Yeah. If that isn't, doesn't get me hyped. Uh It's, it's really impressive. Yeah, yeah. And then you go through his IMDb, and it's like, dude, this dude's been working since nineteen, like sixty-two, or maybe yeah. even earlier. Yeah, and just like on this TV show, this TV show, this movie I've never heard of. This, it's crazy. this, this. Yeah, it's just non
0: Are you, are you a, a composer? Are you like a scores person? Like, I'm, I'm not a big scores person. If I like something, I'll remember that I like it. But it's, it's rare. Like maybe. Two, three, four times a year I'll be like Oh, I gotta have that score I gotta find that score Yeah But I really Yeah, it's not your It's not your bag No, I mean I I love music
1: Flat out Of course But to sit down And listen to the score You know Of a movie No Yeah, yeah My brother owned The, you know All the original Star Trek On like this double disc Yeah And every once again I'd play like a few tracks Off of that But that was the most Okay Now with YouTube You can go on And you can find that Whenever you want to Right but when I would have listened to this the most, I would have had to gone out and buy it, and that yeah. shit wasn't happening.
0: Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. I know we had this, we had the Star Wars double album, and we had the Superman double album. I remember that, and so those are the things that we would play when I was a kid with the record player and all that kind of jazz. So I, I remember that. But yeah, most of the time though, I wasn't running out to. I I, no. have, I own maybe four scores as physical media uh, that I've ever that I ever remember buying. The mission is one of them. Uh, Last the Mohicans is one of them. Okay, um, and there's a couple of more that I can't remember offhand. I know Man of Steel is one is one I enjoy, but I purchased that digitally. I didn't purchase that in physical media. Okay, uh, but yeah, it's really
1: rare when I do that. Yeah, I've never bought a physical copy of any of those. Wow, okay. I mean, now with Apple Music you can, right? Right, and right, technically, right. I guess maybe Daft Punk for Tron Legacy.
0: Yeah, that counts. I guess that kind of counts. But
1: they, yeah. well, I mean, they composed. They did. Tons of those tracks. That is one that I genuinely do listen to a lot. Right. But it's akin to their music already, which I'm a fan of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's just a hybridization of that and classical music, which you know, I played violin growing up. I've listened to a lot of classical music. You know, right. uh, uh, so it just it hits me in two sweet spots because I already enjoy what they do, and then right. you're bringing this in, and the seamless blend is really impressive. Right. Uh, just the orchestration and how they build to certain moments and bring in, and then it affected their album afterwards. Yeah. Uh, Is that stuff going down the pike? Is it pipe? Is that's there? pipe stuff. Oh, that's insane. Well, it's it's so big and hollow
0: that it reverberates. It sounds like a tree crashing into the going to crash into the house. Yeah.
1: So I don't I don't know. He said that they're not once again tearing down, but just although Catherine brought up so in uh, her dad's town, it's down yeah. by down by the ocean. So long as you leave like a specific percentage of the house still standing, you can tear down the rest, and you don't have to get the permits for it. Wow. So I don't know what it is, but it's a sizable amount. <laughs> so I am guessing because they got permits for other things, or right, they're right. pending permits for other things, but they're just laying the groundwork for it now. Maybe it's the same in LA County, where so long as you leave twenty five percent of the house still standing, yeah, you can destroy the other seventy five percent. There you go. Damn. Well, they kind of need to. Yeah. True. Uh, kind of
0: clear the way for it. Yeah.
1: Well, it's just it's an older house. It's been in in disrepair now for who knows how long, but it looks yeah. like a decade easy, just with overgrowth and. Just no upkeep. Right. And the house is too old for that shit. Oof. Um. Oh, anyway, uh, John Williams
0: stuff uh, yeah. we were talking about. So we're going to count on the top ten John Williams scores. And uh, this will be some interesting to see where some of these uh, more – uh, known scores land Versus some more Of the more unknown scores But I, I, You know And I went on YouTube And just like Reminded myself mm-hmm. Of all the stuff That he's composed And you're right Matt Since the 60s So many different genres Of film That he's worked in And succeeded in scoring It's incredible I mean he's The number one composer And people think about A composer in their minds You know Bernard Herrmann is someone, and your Morricone is someone. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer certainly, yeah. Uh, James Newton Howard. uh, You know there are a number of great composers, Mm -hmm. but it's always John Williams that people seem to kind of come back to because it's populist while while also being artistic. I
1: think. I I think the difference though is like Morricone, in his time, you needed to like westerns. Now it's like it's kind of transcended. Everybody knows the bow bow, bow, wow wow because it's been used in other pop culture. But in its day. It was, I'm sure, beloved, but by a small percentage yeah. of the overall population. Whereas yeah. John Williams, once you team up with Spielberg and Lucas, it's like you've been a part of so many generations' lives yeah. intrinsically for so long right. that I, he elevated. And then we were like, well, who? what are other composers? Now, I bet you I wouldn't know Hans Zimmer's name as readily if there wasn't a John Williams before where you pay attention to the body of work, and like, yeah. oh, when you find out so-and-so is attached to the music, it starts to evoke, like, okay, what can he do? How is that going to change, you know, the overall scape of the movie for me? Right, right. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's a good one. Thank you, Jonathan Carroll. Yes, thank you, Jonathan. Or uh, Carroll, whichever it is. And, you know, for those, once again, that have uh, been wanting us to do some kind of score you know this one's for you yeah basically. <laughs> this one's for you and uh, at the end of the show we've got our shout outs so stay tuned for that yep and uh all right you want to jump right in yeah Tell us how the show works man once we set a topic we go our individual ways and create personal top 10 lists show back up here i do my bottom three he does his bottom three i do my next two he does his next two then we trade one a piece once we have revealed our personal top 10 lists, we create the shows between the two of us boom um so Number ten for me, yes, is uh, Saving Private Ryan. Um, okay, the track. It's called Omaha Beach. Okay, but I think of it as the theme. You went by tracks, or you went by just on a, score. a few of them. Okay, okay. Well, I, I've tried to go well either theme, like what is the general the recurring musical theme, or right. it was a specific track within. Okay, uh, I, I haven't
0: done anything. To me, it was the overall score. Oh, okay, so yeah. Because it said scores, right? Ton, top 10? Yeah, scores, sure. Okay, so okay. Satan Private Ryan then. Yeah, all right.
1: The emotional... Uh, not on my list. Go not ahead, on your yeah, list. Yeah. It's, it's a 10. There's a few that... Uh, there was another movie that I'm not the biggest fan of, but it's got mm-hmm. a couple great, really great songs mm-hmm. in it. Uh, and something, you know, and other movies that just had no shot. Right, right. Just flat out be like, well, I'm sorry. There are other people that, you know, I'd say a decade younger than us. There's a specific movie that may make their list because that just takes them back to their childhood. Right, right, But I couldn't tell you what the songs are in it off the top of my head for the life of me. <laughs> uh, don't care for it. Right. Some of Spielberg's worst, in my opinion.
0: Oh, wow. You're really going for it there. All right. Uh, well, are you a fan of Hook? Uh, No. I, I don't put it on my list.
1: Yeah. It's, but, it never had a shot. Yeah, a, no, no. A Spielberg list will never have a shot. Dustin Hoffman movies it'll never have a shot. Robin right. Williams it'll never have a shot. Oh
0: yeah, no, no, no. Uh,
1: Julia Roberts it'll never have a shot.
0: It's an uneven movie,
1: to say the least. It's yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't care for it. Fair enough. But in Saving Private Ryan, it you know, it's really the music for me cements on the transition from. Into old man, you realize that that's Matt Damon, and he's now lamenting all these years past and whether or not his life has been justified for the sacrifice of all these other individuals uh, to get him home. And the emotional punch of that is what really cemented it for me making my list. Uh, You know, I don't think that movie is really known for its music per se. It's more about the, you know, storming the beach at Omaha. And then the bond Of the band of brothers That they have As they go through this And one by one Right Certain individuals You know No longer proceed On the journey And how you deal With the tension of that In the midst of all this war Yeah The music helps Service that Very well But the punch for me Is right at that transition
0: Yeah 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 It's a powerful score That's for sure I mean The The Moments when right at the beginning, of course, that incredible, there's so much of that score that's involved. And then when it's finally settled, that battle, mm-hmm. the score that kicks in as you're looking at this massive, all these people that have passed away and all this, the cost of whatever they've done is pretty powerful. Um, The score that kicks in, you're right, at that end and mm-hmm. all that thing that happens there. Yeah, I can't disagree with it at all. Yeah, it's a great choice. What's your number
1: nine? Uh, Nine is Schindler's List. Yeah, it's a slight punt for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eight for me is I just chose the first Harry Potter for its theme because it cemented the yeah. theme for the overall. Uh, that's a punt as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Uh, my number ten is Jurassic Park. Look at that. That's a slight
1: punt. Okay. All right. Uh, my number nine is E. T. That is another one where I'm like I don't care for the movie, but that it's got a couple songs. So you you moved it higher. No, it's not on my list. Oh, it's not on your list.
0: Okay. It's not yeah, on my yeah, list. Yeah. It does have a couple of songs I enjoy. I mean, I I don't think the overall score holds up as well as some of the some of his other stuff because it only has a couple of songs that are like you when you hear them you're like oh yeah I remember it really moved me blah 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 you know the the when he when you know the going home scene has a really great score moment and of course when he's they're escaping on the bike flying exactly
1: that's the song right. Just really, yeah, we yeah. it's that high note, and you soar along with the visual. Exactly. Ba-da-da-da-da. Yeah, I love that as a kid. It just, yeah. It's a good song, but it also made me kind of sad. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, it's a bittersweet film in that, uh, you know. Yeah, and I was really young when that came out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I liked it, but felt it was sad. And then upon watching it as an adult, I just, yeah. it just does nothing for me. Yeah, me too, man. I, 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 you know, those out there that are flabbergasted by that, I just... I don't know. Something about it—it just does not resonate with me whatsoever. Like when they did that commercial not long ago. Oh yeah, the the Xfinity commercial. Yeah, and and brought back Elliot as an adult, and now ET is back, and I was like, okay. But I know other people was like, oh, so cool to see after all these years, and just—I mean, I was dead on the inside. I was like, I got nothing (laughs) on this.
0: Other people were mad. They're like, how can you exploit my childhood memory for a product that you're trying to sell? I'm like, it was a movie. The movie itself was a product they were trying to sell. Exactly. So I hate to break it to you, but What
1: about Reese's Pieces? Yeah, that was exactly. a product placement that exactly. they had a boost in sales cuz M&M's wouldn't shell out for the fucking uh, sponsorship. That's right. They wouldn't. You know? Yeah. Uh, foolish mistake. <laughs> True. At the time, I mean, ultimately yeah. M&M's has won that battle. Right. Even though Reese's Pieces peanut butter's far superior i agree is pretty fucking good oh
0: the m&m peanut butter is not bad uh i'm I'm an m&m almond guy m&m peanut butter guy i'm not m&m peanut or
1: regular m&m guy so those are the
0: i will take those two
1: now you i think i've had the peanut butter Oh, okay i don't often get m&ms anymore it's like rare it's it's when I'm hanging out, like uh, down at my sister's place at the Halloween, giving out candy. Gotcha. Maybe there's a pack of M and M's, and I'll have a couple, right, right, type right. of thing. But I, I couldn't. I mean, do you buy them, M and M's?
0: Yeah. Yes, I buy the uh, the peanut butter ones. The what do you call it, the pound ones? Because every once in a while, like after dinner, I'll just grab a handful and pop them in, and that's it. Um, okay. Because I, you know, I don't. I I have I have a thing where I I like to have a something sweet after my dinner, so it's not. It's a dessert kind of thing. Maybe it's a trained thing since I was a kid. I don't know. But I always have some kind of chocolate in the cupboard for that situation. Okay. Um, But, yeah, I'm discovering that I have to be very careful about what I bring in the house. Let me just leave it at that. because uh,
1: Another person doesn't have the impulse control to stop themselves (laughs) from it. And I'm not
0: insinuating anything, but I'm just saying I've been told certain things cannot be in the house or they will disappear. That's totally
1: fair. Yeah. That's totally fair. It's just like, listen, I don't need that around me. Uh, I can stop. The problem with a bag like that, because uh, I think like five six years ago, Catherine brought home one of those. Oh yeah, and it's fine. You sit there and like on the couch, and you just have some while you're watching. But after right. an hour, how many of these times Have you had two or three, right? And that's what. Like,
0: that's why I just grab a handful, And then I'm done. I put yeah. the bag away. I don't. I don't have that ability. Okay,
1: All right. fair. I enough. buy like pints ice cream. I eat the whole pint. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Every time. Okay. And I have dessert probably like five nights a week.
0: <laughs> so you have to be careful about what
1: it Yeah, is. I'm very selective Because yeah. I know I want quantity Yes Whereas, you know, Catherine's like a fucking squirrel And she can literally just rake the spoon across <laughs> the top And she'll flip it over <laughs> And then she'll put it on her tongue And kind of just suck on it for a little while And slowly pull the spoon out Yeah. And you're like, fuck that <laughs> I'm fucking, you know, stuffing my maw yeah. with, with damned ice cream uh, I have to be careful
0: because I do gain weight quickly. So for me, it's always been about like with ice cream, it's two scoops. That's all I'm allowed. Um, with a piece of cheesecake or cake, it's half of it. That's what I get. And then tomorrow night, I can have the rest if I want. Uh, like I said, the M and M's is a handful. So I have to always be careful because mm-hmm. I, uh, the, back in the older days, when I would just shove it in, yeah, you put on the weight so quickly. So you know, but I could always work out. But the last few years, it's been harder and harder for me to work out. So it's just like I have to be careful about it, what I intake. But I hear you. Five nights a week, dessert. It's not a negative.
1: No, I I have to stop because there are points where it's just like, all right, I'm not going to have dessert for a while. And I'll take a few weeks off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's back to five to <laughs> – when it comes back, it's like seven that first week. And then I scale it back to four to five. Do
0: you ever buy a whole cake or a whole pie?
1: No. Okay, yeah. No. That's, that's just... why I buy single pints. Right, because that's dangerous. Well, it's not dangerous. It's just – if I because I used to buy like the half gallon and I eat half the half gallon, so I mean the mm. quarter gallon or whatever oh, else, it right. the other half. I loved it. Well, it's part of it for me is a byproduct of drinking for so many years. Oh, so putting yeah. all that sugar into my body right. before I went to bed, so I conditioned myself to really liking sugar. Now it's it's waned. I can yeah. stop now. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But like when I first couple of years after I quit drinking, I was like, this clearly has to do with the lack of sugar that I'm yeah. getting. My body's just used to so much sugar right a buddy might ask me about that the other day because we grab dinner every once and again and yeah. then uh i'm always down for dessert afterwards like let's go get some uh dessert what do you got around here type of thing like right you know it's okay hey, <laughs> I, I like a little sugar after this and he posited that to a friend of his who doesn't drink anymore and his yeah. friend was like no fuck that i just like dessert and I, he said it to me and i was like yeah no i assume that's why i like dessert too much. <laughs> i already had a sweet tooth and then i add that on top of it I like the man's going to make that stand to your friend. No. I know. Yeah, his buddy, though, I have never met. And just yeah. like upset and was like, oh, it's fucking. I, know, I assume that's what it is. Yeah. Calm it down, guys. It's just yeah. dessert. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know why you need to build up your fucking self esteem into why you do, wrap, do not eat. Wrap it up in the dessert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you got next? Uh, so then my, my number eight is uh, Lincoln. I thought about it, but I just, really. Oh. The music in certain points, but to me it's all Day Lewis. He transcends uh, everything in that movie. Gotcha. So the music helps. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I think for me the presidential vibe of it,
0: I enjoy that music for it's an unusual presidential theme. It's it's old school in the respect that you can hear in the music Mm -hmm. but it's also somewhat modern in how it's presented so i like that combo when i'm listening to it and to me it adds a it helps me like the movie a lot more if it didn't have the score i probably wouldn't like the movie at all you know because i like him in it I just think all the other stuff around the movie just bores me to fucking tears. Oh, I love every Yeah, I know, it's your tiny little thing, thing about it. Like the whole thing with the them all getting yelling and Lee Pace and everyone yelling about this amendment in ah oh, I could care less. James Spader with his weird munchaus. Yeah, shots. they're trying
1: to go out and corral votes and people yeah. are offended and they take shots at him exactly. and then all of it I am just like ah, this when is When people all are stupid. trying to stymie him pushing through the the amendment he's like, "No, now." Mm-hmm. I am the President of the United States, and I am cloaked in immense power, and yeah. I am going to wield that power uh, until someone stops me, in essence. And if you look at it like that, it's kind of tyrannical. I can yeah, understand the is. other side. Yeah. Uh, now, ultimately, through the, the, the lens of history, we look at it and go, that was a good thing. Right. So it's it's... He exploited loopholes within it, mm-hmm. but it was ultimately for the betterment of yeah. the country as a whole. So I'm fine with that abuse of power. Right, right, right. Uh, it's just, you know, it's steadily built the presidential power yeah. over the years to the degree where, eh, you know, <laughs> it's not really. It just keeps building and building and building. Yeah.
0: I don't think it's tyrannical if you're doing something to make it a world that's more inclusive. I don't think that's tyrannical. I think it's but tyrannical to be exclusive.
1: If you're flying in the face of the law, true, doesn't matter. I mean, on yeah. some level, you are violating the yeah.
0: procedures and rules that we all agree to. Right, right, right. But if the other side doesn't agree to them either, then
1: what's the point? Yeah. That's I'm not saying. I'm just saying apart. the people that attacked him for being a tyrant, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand their argument from yeah, their they perspective. They certainly have logic for it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah,
0: agreed. Examples and whatever, but yeah, I enjoyed the, the drum beats of it all, the the way it's presented, the way it, you would hear it as soon as it kicks in. I just enjoy it because it, it's it's not an overt one, and I like that it's subtle, just like he was, kind of subtle but strong. And so I think that Williams did a great job of capturing that in his score. Uh, all right, what's your number seven? Seven is Jurassic
1: Park. Okay, so the pun from your ten. Yeah, my ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just that lilting, it right. kind of sets. Up the, I guess the inherent, I don't want to say fancy of it all, mm-hmm. but it's such a outlandish idea that seems remotely plausible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the score really helps add to that. It gives a uh, an air of adventure, but it's also calming. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You know, because it, at it, it, certain points it could be like just this really in your face, like when the Raptors are attacking, right. or the T Rex coming through and just billowing, and it lets out that loud roar and whatnot. And you could have this hype, this fast paced, right. but to have this calm thing be what we all take away from and remember it, uh, and it's iconic. Yeah, I mean, you can play just a couple notes and people, boom, Jurassic Park. Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. you can yeah, exactly. Is, yeah. Exactly. Okay, yeah, that's clearly Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. That's tough to do just within what is it? Da-na-na-na. 5 notes. Yeah, 5 notes.
0: And, it, and you know, and the score is so great because it does convey the wonder and enjoyment of this possibility of the dinosaur, right? None, none of us, it it occasionally he'll have certain sound be sound cues in the movie that are more um menacing but overall, the score is more one of like wonder and just fascination that this could be possible. Right. Mm-hmm. Just the way it's designed. So I, I love that about the the score of address. I wish I enjoyed the other tracks as much as I enjoy the main theme. And the main theme is great. But some of the other tracks, I don't find myself enjoying as much okay and so that's why it was number 10 for me it just isn't quite consistently all the way through as enjoyable for me as the overall theme which
1: is tough to live up to it's a great theme yeah i I just think that because that theme is so excellent so singular yeah that it elevates the overall product up uh all right so that was my seven yeah my six is gonna be get ready to say the words punt okay which is superman yes it is a punt it is a punt. Still yes. though,
0: not bad. Six, no, six uh, for a movie surprised. that I do not care for. Yeah, you do not like for whatever reason.
1: Uh, for all the right reasons. <laughs> I didn't say it's right or wrong. Boring as shit. I just said whatever. It's a character that I can't identify with. Right, right. Anyway, we'll right. get into it. Yeah, we'll we'll
0: jump into it. <laughs> the divide number seven is um, Schindler's List. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It didn't make, it didn't make you a thing? No, no, it was about a punt from my nine. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, it was your punt from nine. Um, really powerful score here, man, and like heartbreaking. Just heartbreaking what he's able to do. Um, and it's a sparse score. It is. Uh, which matches what the movie is, right? It's yeah. It's raw and sparse, and it doesn't try to overpower you in the move. In any of the scenes, that the score kicks in. It's always just subtly playing underneath whatever is happening, to kind of accentuate it. And by the time it will, it increases in volume in certain moments, you can forget that the score has actually been playing the whole time. So True. Uh, and it's not used throughout the whole movie. It's only in certain moments, which I think is uh, really great as well.
1: Uh, that single violin. Oh, yeah. It's such a sorrowful note that comes in, mm. um, and it it helps it pairs so beautifully with the images that you that Spielberg has given you on the screen. Right, right. And you know, perhaps Williams could see the effect that this overall was having on Spielberg and yeah. infuse that into the music because it's it's sad but not to the point of depressing. It really helps evoke. Yeah. Just the overall trav or tragedy that mm-hmm. this was. Um but yeah, that single lilting violin just has always stuck with me. Yeah. Agreed, man. Yeah.
0: Thoroughly agreed. Um, And it stays with you after the movie is done, too. Because, I mean, obviously the images do, too, but that score stays with you. uh, uh, And just, I don't know, just if you've got any remotely sensitive bone in your body, that score can stay with you as a a moniker of Mm -hmm. what can happen, you know? So, um, and then my number six is JFK. Okay, I couldn't tell you. I've seen that movie once. I've never gone back
1: to rewatch it. It Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's one of those rare Williams Oliver Stone combinations that I didn't, it's A weird pairing, yeah. It's a weird pairing overall, right? Uh, but I really loved this movie when it came out in the nineties, and I became like an addict to reading all the books about the Kennedy assassination, the conspiracy, the whole nine. I tried to read that Warren report; that it's such a dense thing to read. Um, but I spent more time just watching the movie over and over again, and that just that score. That I, like just what he's able to capture, of the loss that the country felt, and you can hear it through the score, that because the is almost played like there are uh, shots being fired from a weapon, mm, okay. and so there's a combo there of the drums signifying presidential but also signifying the death of a president, the assassination of a president. And so I've always enjoyed that about the score, and it really is one of my favorite parts. Even now, because the movie doesn't hold up now when you go back and watch it. It really doesn't. Okay. There are some good scenes, good moments, but overall as a package, it doesn't hold up. Like most of Oliver Stone's stuff, sadly, it doesn't hold up as strongly as it did when it first came out. Um, and that's
1: kinda... Yeah, it's rare when I go back to watching Oliver Stone. Yeah, yeah, like Wall Street, Wall I'll Street. still go back but and I watch. But I still fast forward through parts. Okay, yeah, that's understandable. It's a very 80s film. Yeah, certain aspects, but Platoon, yes. never watch. Right. I've seen it a couple times, and yep. it's just like, I'm good. Me too, man, twice. You yeah. Know, there's plenty of other Vietnam movies that I prefer over this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Natural Born Killers I can rewatch. Okay. But I have to be in the right mood, but that one can still right. work for me. I like The Doors, but only certain scenes
0: in The Doors. I'll never watch that again. Yeah, once was enough for you. W was all right. Yeah, W was all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mind W. Yeah, I might, I might see that again. That's one of the hidden truths I think that nobody wants to talk about about Oliver Stone is that like his movies don't hold up as strongly as they did when they first came out. I think that's a uh, that's a hard truth that some people don't want to say, but I I think it's unavoidable that it's not that his films are just don't carry the weight like they did at the time because he's very much a topical filmmaker. Right, the Kennedy thing was hitting its apex when that movie right. came out. Uh, Platoon, Vietnam, we were we had, had all those Vietnam movies in the late 70s, early 80s, but this was the one of the, and he did the, the baby boomer generation version. Born on the
1: 4th of July, too. Right, he Born
0: on the 4th of July, which I think can be over overlong. Uh, as much, I don't
1: like that movie in see, the slightest.
0: Yeah, there you go. Uh, whereas I enjoy what Cruz is doing because it's showing you a window of what how good of a dramatic actor he's going to be, the film itself overall can be a bit tedious. Man.
1: But it, at that point for me... And I think I said this on a past episode mm. when we were talking about this movie. There were so many Vietnam movies that came yeah. out, and I saw a bunch of them. But I didn't live through Vietnam, so I didn't have to go through the catharsis of tearing that scab off yeah. over and over and over again. Good point. To just you know cathartically, as a society, understand the wrongs of the past, what we asked our citizens to do, yeah. what we inflicted on another people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like yes, I learned that lesson, but having not lived through it, I don't need to experience this over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. And born on the fourth of July to me is the epitome of all of that. Yeah, I don't. I just don't. I've seen it at least twice. Yeah, I know it, we watched it once for the show for like a Thunderdome or something. We
0: did. We did. That uh, was. A, and that's when I was like, wait, maybe his stuff doesn't hold up like I like it used to. I want to look up and see if there's anything else we've missed on his stuff that
1: I mean, we have. Yeah. There's got to be at least two, three others. And then yeah. the documentaries on top of that. Oh, the
0: documentary's right. I never saw... Uh, oh, I thought Snowden was okay. Snowden, yeah, to me, it. it felt like his uh, Rainmaker, like for Coppola. Okay. It's, it doesn't feel stonish in any way, shape, or form, but it's certainly a well-directed film. Uh, I hated Savages. Wall Street Money Never Sleeps was okay.
1: Yeah, I think you're being kind. <laughs> Fine. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it's not good. Yeah. Alexander was horrific. I wanted to like it. I think the director's cut, whatever, is oh, a little better. better okay. I liked World Trade Center. I didn't think that
0: was a bad film, but I, I also didn't. don't think it had the emotional weight he was hoping for. I
1: didn't see that or uh united 193. Oh, is that yeah what it is? united ninety three yeah ninety three I didn't watch any of this look, I lived through it yep I get it i understand. i' have, i have gone read I don't know how many watched I don't know how many mm, right I, I've gone through that. I don't need to see the cinematic version just any... yet, maybe in ten, 20 years or something but
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Any given Sunday, not so
1: good. I kind of I kind of like that movie. Do you really? I kind of do. I only like one scene. And that's the Pacino I got speech. a few different scenes that I'm like, that that's not bad. There are some <laughs> yeah. terrible, just flat-out terrible scenes. There are. Jesus, anything with Cameron Diaz is pretty much terrible. In and that a movie. lot of the Jamie Foxx fighting with Lawrence oh. Taylor shit. Yeah, yeah, because that was real. Uh, but still, it's
0: bad. U-turn's okay. I like Nixon, even though... I don't know. I, I never really fully accept Hopkins as Nixon. I okay. still like the movie. And yeah, there's Heaven and Earth, which I never saw. So yeah, I think that's. Oh, and Talk Radio. Did you ever see Talk Radio?
1: With uh, Bogosian?
0: Yeah, with Bogosian.
1: I've seen him walking around with the mic. Right, right, right. I don't know if I've seen the whole thing. I right. know the the breakdown of his in a crazy fan. Yes. Is coming basically to find him. It, uh,. I remember Stern took that movie personally. He thought it was a personal attack. How could he not? From Stone about him, yeah, yeah. How could he not? True. Fair point. I mean, as big as that dude's ego is, it's borne out to be true. <laughs> right. Exactly. He's a fucking radio DJ that... Made, I mean, a movie was made of him. A yeah. radio fucking DJ, a movie was made of him. He's got an ego for a reason.
0: He stuck around long enough to be on America's Got Talent for seasons. I know. Mind-blowing, dude.
1: His show is still
0: going. It is. Uh, it is although Although you don't hear the buzz about it like you used to but yes it's still going
1: i've got one friend who's diehard yeah like when i met him uh like 16 years ago in san diego something like that Mm -hmm. he used to wake up and listen to and tape the show as it was playing on the east coast Wow! and then listen to the show again throughout the day wow he loved it right and now talking to him now it's like it's just sad it's just, he, they're all phoning it in so fucking oh, hard. Yeah. I'm it's sure. so sad. I'm sure, dude. He still listens, though. Yeah. It's been part of his life now for 20-something years. It
0: becomes a firmament. It's hard to let go of it. Yeah. You know?
1: No matter how bad it is, you still have hope, and then you're over laughing because it reminds you of, oh, they used to do ha-ha. Right. Like, no, right. Dude, this sucks. The routine. But I've never listened. I've never sat down and actually tuned in. Yeah,
0: they're all so old now, man. You watch Gary Delabate and Robin Gibbons, you're just like, man, they're all so old. Stuttering John yeah it's heartbreaking um all right what's your number oh, oh wait should we take a quick break
1: yeah if that was your six why don't yep. we take a quick break and hear this word from our sponsor and we'll be right back
0: cool well welcome back uh let's jump into this thing last we left uh i just finished my number six jfk so what is your number five of the john williams scores Matt?
1: No. five uh well this comes down because i was i guess singularly focusing on when scores i well, for whatever reason focus on a single okay uh, so I put the Phantom Menace here for Duel of the Fates. Oh, good choice! Because it that is so good. Has a great uh, track. S- so good yeah. that I am willing to overlook how much I do not care for the vast majority of that movie. <laughs> because when the 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 chorus voices come in, just that ba 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 yeah ba, it's 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 beautiful. Yeah, it's a it's a nice blend of uh. Of setting the tone, the stakes of of what we're about to see transpire, yeah, through musical cues. So when it's Darth Maul and just boom, cuts to a single a close up of his face and just ba ba, you are like. Oh shit! <laughs> Here comes the fight, but it's it is it fits that moment to such an amazing degree. Yeah, I don't disagree, man. Uh, I wish the rest of the movie was that good.
0: I agree, uh, and I love that uh, it's a good mixture of this like uh overwhelmingly epic thing that you're going to have to go up against which is with the notes you were talking about mm-hmm. and then combine with the uh action adventure of it
1: <laughs>
0: yeah just yeah, all of that getting you into it feels like you're flying in one of those actual spaceships that they have in the Yeah movie. those
1: yellow speeder things yeah yeah, really. flying around but yeah and it goes cuts back to and it's this this big operatic score yeah when it's qui-gon and obi-wan versus darth maul and then seamlessly just goes back and forth yeah and uh it's i mean it's truly impressive yeah because in that moment it made me like the movie the first time seeing it, it was like oh this is chills in the back of my neck type of stuff yeah i remember hearing the track before the movie dropped and
0: I was just like, oh, I can't. Because it was in the commercials and stuff. And it, it, I think it got leaked or something. And you listen and you're just like, oh, my God, this is going to be a great movie. This movie going to be insane. And then you're like, oh, man. Uh, yeah, because I think they dropped the soundtrack before the movie came out. So I think I was in a friend's car in Tallahassee uh, listening to it. And I was like, this this is great track. I can't oh. wait to see the movie. And you go see
1: the movie and you're like... Okay. It reminded me of, I want to say the composer's Dvorak, but I can't remember. But that bum 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 bum, and then the bum bum is the people coming in da 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 da. Right. Bum It comes with that. big bass There go. Yeah, yeah. Comes in with a big bass, and just no. that's what it immediately evoked within me, just this, you're setting these epic scales. That's a good comparison. Yeah, I agree with that. As soon as I heard it the first time, I was yeah. like, that is exactly what I'm thinking in my head. Good for you, John Williams. <laughs> to, that's what a, a true artist does. Yep. You're influenced. You can hear the influenced, and they turned it and made it into something else. Yep, absolutely. We're uh, all standing on the shoulders of giants, you know? Yeah, true, true. Uh, so, yeah, for that, that singular alone, is like, dude, that's, you took a, to me, a, a bad movie, yeah. and made a moment in it with I find completely redeemable, and enjoy the living shit out of. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with you there.
0: Uh, my number five is uh, the pun from earlier, Harry Potter. Okay, um, and I mean, I think just because having worked in the land and liking those movies, um, I just have a special affinity for that particular uh, soundtrack for the first film, um, and also it's just there's such a childlike when and he captures this correctly, like. Just this childlike wonder about what is going on in that movie for a young Harry Potter and Ron and Hermione mm-hmm. and just the way he magic. It just It's such a brilliant score, man, because it just really puts you in the vibe of this completely alternate reality that exists at the same time that is accessible through these magical ports yeah. for only certain people. And then when you're there, there's a kind of reverence to the whole situation because sure. it's gone on for centuries. And all of that is conveyed in his score so well, you know, the childlike part of it, but also the epic foundational old school part yeah. of it throughout the things. And every cue in that, in that soundtrack is really enjoyable for where it's set in the movie. So,
1: uh, Yeah, it does. It sets up like... Coming in, it's got a nice little bit of fancy mm. right when it opens, and it gives you like a playful attitude. Yeah, but it can so easily soar. It can turn to the darker elements, right, and right. it's still within the construct of the overall original composition. Yeah, he seamlessly can flow in and out of all these different, uh, you know, modalities, and it is. It almost doesn't even seem like a Williams. Yeah, like there's another one that didn't make Great my point. list, and it seems more like an Elfman mm. uh, for uh, Home Alone. Right. I don't know if you put it on your list. Nope, not on my list. It was close to making ten. Mm-hmm. It's like it's neck and neck with Saving Private Ryan for me. And it was like this is. It's almost like you channeled Elfman and made your version of an Elfman, mm-hmm. and it fits the movie beautifully. And see you go out of your comfort zone, right? Or out of the style that we're accustomed to, and you know that is impressive in and of itself. Yeah. Of you're not just the Spielberg, we assume, right? Type of thing. Even though you're awesome at a Spielberg Lucas. You have all these other, you know, you've got a curveball. you got a knuckleball. you got a fastball, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yeah, and Harry Potter, it from moment one, it creates a kind of lived-in world. Yeah. And, you know, with all the books and whatnot, this score has to meet the expectation levels, and mm-hmm. it really does. It helps seal the deal and makes a story that I never read, I thoroughly understand why it was so engaging for an entire yeah. generation and now generations to come. yeah she did good
0: there's always great mystery just the you're to what you said earlier Matt, it's a great point like the the beginnings of it you hear that mystery takes the little the little like touches right at the beginning you're just like oh what's underneath all this what is it i'm only seeing a little bit i'm only hearing a little bit of it so it's just yeah totally great on that what's your number four
1: uh four is uh empire oh okay cool not on my list for uh for the imperial march yeah great choice because that is one that i have gone back to listen to when mm-hmm. my brother had that double disc that's what the first track i always played yeah because it's just it's great how do you not love that and my favorite is when it gets into the staccato. that dun, 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 dun. It just yeah. that is when it just like it amps me up even more because you're setting the tone on those opening big notes yep and fully get the vibe this seems like a dominating overbearing presence mm-hmm. just through the music uh it's a larger than life kind of score for yeah. a character that fits that billing to a T. And for that alone, once again, I I whatever's going after the singular, uh it distances itself from the first one in a completely different way. Right, right. Because the first one is hopeful. Yes. Uh it it gives you know, we'll get into that I guess. Uh but this one for that, this is the dark side, the dark side is coming to its power. Mm-hmm. So the whole soundtrack really evokes that within the viewer as they're mm-hmm. sitting there it helps you know cement what they were trying to get across in the visual
0: yeah there's so many great tracks on that soundtrack too uh because you're right because i mean you've got this like this is the whole beginning of the film the the uh, score that's going on there with the attack on hoth and they're fighting back and then you've get you get the romance of leia you get leia's theme there with the romance mm-hmm. of leia and Han Solo. Uh, and then you get uh, Luke in, in in Dagobah with Yoda. That's yeah. got these hopeful kind of like beats to it underneath. And then, um, and then near the end when you see everything that goes down, just like oh, what a darkness that is now, uh, kind of permeating the score. And it's like yeah, because it's reflecting. So yeah, it's an incredible score, absolutely, and still hopeful at the end. A Nice hopeful cue at the end. For what's happening, so yeah, somewhat, yeah, right,
1: good point, Matt, somewhat hopeful, yeah. yeah, it gives you the it gives you hope, yeah, in that you don't know the outcome, and that's every war you win some battles, you lose some battles, yeah, yeah, but it's about the overall war, can you finally you know win that, yeah, and that's what that movie needs to impart of, they've got to take hits too, because right. they're up against an empire, yeah, agreed, yeah, yeah, which the you know. Next are our newest three. Don't really, never really has that. Yeah, the Empire never really wins. So how are they an Empire? Right. I mean, they, you know, to some degree, at the end of the second one, when they're on that planet, whatnot. But yeah. the core people get away and they come back and manage to. write It wasn't the same kind of defeatist mentality right. that you really got from Empire. Right. right. That I guess we we're all looking for, but or at least I was looking for. <laughs> I shouldn't speak for everyone.
0: Uh. Well, then my number four is uh, Superman. Okay which was a slight right, slight pun for your what yeah, six? six yeah yeah um I think I think the score look there's a couple of obviously the main theme is incredible, right but like I said, I was looking at the whole thing here and uh, other than a couple of other tracks on the soundtrack, I don't find it as um moving or effective as I did when I was younger like can you read my mind now feels like a cheesy little cue you know <laughs> It just feels a little cheesy. Okay. Uh, I do enjoy the um, the cue for uh, Ned Beatty's character for Otis, uh, just the 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 tuba that comes in to kind of like offset this great overall theme of Superman, right? This aspirational theme of Superman. Sure. Then you have this like kind of low rent dude playing with the tuba, which I think is 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 great. But I mean that you can't deny that that uh, or, the theme is the why theme.
1: it made six on my list. Exactly, it's such a great theme. It- I mean, it charges you up mm-hmm. to a degree that it transcends the movie. Yeah. I mean, you can put it on right now, and everybody, A, would think Superman, but B, it's independent of that. It still gives you that... Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. Bah, bah. You just feel like you can jump over a building. Exactly. Uh, and as it builds, like, it just... Had that been the movie for me, that would be one of the all-time greatest... Right. If it lived up to that soundtrack, right, 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 and especially that, that score rather, but that specific theme, it's I mean it is undeniably amazing,
0: yeah. right. And The thing is it, great is it, it even could it conveys flying? That it does theme, but even the build up feels like you running to fly.
1: <tra Nickelodeon> <anonymous då> yeah. <insanlar>. Just well, that just single, like... what is that? It's gotta be a trumpet come through. Yes. Right. And then as it slowly builds with each iteration of that same yeah. thing, just you keep adding a more more flavor and more beef to it. And right. once it hits, it's like, man, this this is legit. Yeah, agreed. And I'm glad that every superhero movie doesn't do that. Yes. Because it would just devalue. Everybody else's attempt yeah. to have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, agreed. All right. Yep. All right. So what's your number S- My three, three? Yeah. is uh Jaws. Oh uh, yes, my three. Perfect timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if we're gonna go three, two, one. Maybe. Maybe finally we found the commonality. Who did? Who knew it would be on score is something we've been keeping at arm's length now for <laughs>
0: For quite some time. For years. Years. Uh coming up with all kinds of reasons not to do it. But yes. I mean, that
1: little—it's not a full octave, so that half octave, that bum, yeah, bum, just the impending peril and doom from two notes. Yeah, Yo, what a what a great little ingenious, simple, concept to to distill down to us to evoke in us the impending death yeah. that is lurking underneath the water. Bum, oh <laughs> fuck you, and it slowly builds. And as it gets up, I, you know, those, those horns come in. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's overall, it, the movie is is very well scored. Yeah. But that, in and of itself, uh, it's just he has this uncanny ability to really pair together what the filmmaker is trying to get across. Yeah. Because if if we don't have that soundtrack, does Jaws become the first pole blockbuster? A, yeah. Right. It's a good point. I don't think so. No. The soundtrack is so essential to that film's success. It's what you like. Walk out, leaving mm-hmm. you're singing it, and it's reminding you of the movie. Yeah, so it makes it even bigger success. And like, oh, you got to go see this because it's I, it's all I can think about. Yeah,
0: yeah. And people have used it as a as a uh, funny cue in films or TV yeah. shows, right? You see it, like like What what? Um, also like the score with them when they're going out onto the water after they when they're chasing the shark mm-hmm. that adventurous hopeful excited score or cue that is so perfect for that time in the movie is so such a great uh, companion for this other uh, score which you mentioned the the overall theme of it that's so uh, just dripped in dread and terror and impending doom sure uh, it's a nice combo because the film is that way the film Starts out with this fear, but then it always has these weird comedic moments within it. Even though the stakes are super high in life and death, you still have those weird comedic moments of Brody and his kids, or Brody and his wife, or with the mayor and and Brody. Mm-hmm. You have these weird comedic moments come out of nowhere. And then even on the ship, when they're having their back and forth with each other, the three guys, there are funny little moments. But within it, always that shark is just there waiting, you know, that impending meeting with the shark is coming. And so I enjoy uh, that score for that reason. It's got nice variety all through it, you know. Um, all right, that's my number three, too. So what's your number two? Two, Indiana
1: Jones. Yes, it is Indiana Jones. So then we more than likely have the same number one. Right. Now, is this the first one or the Crusade? Which one? First you one. Yeah, agreed. First one. Yeah, that's a you can't. It's I mean yeah. it's neck and neck with one for me, right? But one is it's just absolutely perfect. Yeah. yeah, to a note, it is perfect. And it's not that against it Indy. It's you know you anyway. Uh, Andy was a the character as a kid that I always felt like, well, oh, I could be him because mm. he's a real person. He's an archaeologist right. doing outlandish discovery of old artifacts and all that, but it still seemed relatively plausible. So (laughs) the soundtrack married to that always gave me a source of inspiration and aspiration simultaneously. Uh, Just a spark really came to life. And I would, you know, I've hummed that song to myself over and over and over again yeah. throughout the years, that and are the number one, and you know, number, Jaws at number three, and right, the Empire like uh, John Williams has an amazing ability to just worm these things into your brain, yeah, yeah. And indie man, it's just it fill there's such adventure that just like you, I don't know, you feel like you're marching towards <laughs> something scary yet fun, yes. The whole time, the bum, ba-da-bum, ba-da-bum, ba-da-bum. Oh, I fucking love it. Those yeah. horns are just amazing. Well, and that, and also the
0: softer uh, cues with the romance with him and Marion Ravenwood when he sees her, mm-hmm. the violin cues that are there are really great as well. And you can sense that there's a a past in the history before they even speak about their past and history. It's great how it captures that. And then the scene where you know the whole action scene, uh, where they're chasing him with a horse and him going on the those different. Uh, trucks to try to stop the nazis all of that right. is fantastic
1: bare knuckle boxing the dude yeah yeah all of that the, 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 the snake pit the snake pit
0: right the, the the well of souls but the uh the adventurous cues that are going on during that whole sequence before he's finally you know uh, uh, ends up on that su- uh, submarine and then eventually of course tied to a post there with Marion but yes all through that the soundtrack is great the music cues are perfect and they just kind of take you from one scene to another like they drag you from one scene to another um or elevate you from one scene to another as you're listening to the score so that you're excited about what's coming so just a brilliant score overall and you're right yeah i mean like how can one man compose so many themes that are just iconic there for so many franchise characters like, it's incredible
1: as credits are rolling that song plays i'm leaving singing it yeah And it's stuck in my head for who knows how long, depending on how good the movie was. Yeah. It could be days and days and days where I just think about it and it puts like a small smile on my face and whatever I'm doing. Uh, I mean, other people like Zimmer, who I brought up twice now, Mm. this is number three. The soundtracks are impactful, but I don't carry them with me the same way. And other individuals, soundtrack fits the movie to a T. But it, I, I don't take it home with me. Yeah. Whereas Williams, I always do, and it just gives me a greater affinity for the projects that he's involved with. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, it's yeah. incredible. It is, flat out. I mean, Andy to this day, the fact that they're making another one, I'm excited. Yeah. Even though course. Crystal Skull was dog shit. Yeah. like I, I still believe. I, I believe Harrison Ford as an old man can do all that <laughs> stuff. I have zero problem. If you got to find, a, I'm sure they got to find some sort of, uh you know his a robin to his batman yeah 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 Perhaps, hopefully they do better like shia has proven himself to be a good actor sure sure and i've liked a number of things a whole, a whole of a lot i still haven't seen honey boy but peanut butter falcon was fantastic yeah 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 and he's had others where he is really good in this yeah like fury he's excellent in fury. oh yeah
0: fury is fantastic he's uh,
1: great in that yeah but it just it was it didn't really fit to me yeah um I haven't looked at the cast list of whatever. It's just an announced project, is it not?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, Indy said, or Harrison Ford said on the call, the Wild uh, Press Tour he's been doing, he said, we start shooting in a month or in a couple of months. So it's happening. And it's supposed to come out in summer of 2021.
1: So we'll see. All right, well, I've already bought a ticket, no matter how bad people say it is. Yeah, that's true. I will. I got to see it. (laughs) I saw Crystal Skull, I think, twice in the theater. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I no, tried. it's it's fucking terrible. Yeah, the swinging with monkeys on vines, and the fencing over two jeeps, like yeah. that whole sequence, and then the ants that take the German dude down into, and I didn't mind the Area Fifty One aspect of you yeah. have got to find that was that was interesting. That's yeah. in theme with what you've done before, instead of going after some sort of uh, religious artifact, right? And uh, you still got you know your evil. Individuals yeah. and uh, just bring in a new aspect. Okay, Crystal Skulls could have worked, hmm. but the execution on tons of different plot points yeah. just fell really flat for me. Yeah, but I still have hope. I, you know, Spielberg, you still got me. You yeah, of course. Uh, Sorry, number one is clearly Star Wars. Yes, Star Wars, the New the Hope, the yeah. New Hope. Yeah, that one.
0: I mean, I I tried to not include too many Star Wars. I was like, which one do I really want to include? And Because I agree with you, man. Duel of Fates is a phenomenal track. But overall, I just think A New Hope is there's just so much in it that is rich, man. Mm -hmm. And musically rich uh, and really brings you into the world. Like you could listen to the soundtrack and you've watched the movie. Like that's how it feels like, and that's a rare soundtrack that when you listen to it all the way through, you feel like you've, you've rewatched the movie again because every one of those cues makes you remember a scene in the movie, and then you're reliving the scene in your mind as you move into the next cue. And I think that's a just incredibly brilliant accomplishment from uh, John Williams. And once again, like I said earlier, this idea that he can create so many different themes for so many iconic franchise characters and make them all unique and distinct. Uh, And have their own voice. And that's really rare because artists, actors, directors, they all repeat. They all repeat. And but John Williams finds a way to not feel repetitive no matter what he's scoring. And this is proof positive. Nothing sounds like a new hope.
1: I mean from the opening jump as soon as you see Star Wars you get nailed in the yeah. face with that horn blast cuz you could come in and it's like the show Star Wars and then suddenly come in underneath it to let the title that sink in and no this is a punch in the mouth yeah. from the <laughs> and it... From moment one, and it's got this nice build as the credits and this marching little bump, but as you're getting into and then usually it's cut to in space flying towards something else. So that, right. bum, bah, there's the subtle little strings yeah, it, that come it in. It goes right down to the Drips right yeah, off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you set you it gives you the mood of the story yeah. from the very beginning. Yeah. From second one to the end. But by the end of a new hope and he's staring off the binary stars yeah. and those lilting horns that come in, that really give a hope. It gives you hope that, yeah. that so much so that they you know brought it back in the last one where she stares off with BB-8 into the binary stars on Tatooine again. Good point, yeah. It's that effective that you bring it back full circle. We open with this and we close with this, yeah. And uh, it you know you walk out. I would love to have seen that in the theater. Like I would have, yeah. been I mean, bouncing around for days about it. like I need to see that again. That was amazing, yeah. Strikes Back was the first one I
0: saw in the theaters. So I didn't. I had to go back. I watched that one on TV, New okay. Hope on TV on like CBS or some shit. But yeah, I agree with like it's just it, I don't know. I don't know what more you can say about it because neither one of us are necessarily like you know uh, musicians of scores that we can break down every instrument at what point or whatever the twists and turns are within the scores to convey the situation. I think we both just know that that score overall is just incredible amount of craftsmanship. And makes you feel that movie, you know, from beginning to end. Leia's theme's in that as well. Luke's theme is in this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we do get the first Shades of the Vader theme in here. So much about it is just like, wow. And then the, that ending, that score that plays after Kenobi surrenders himself, he's like, oh, no. Yeah. It makes it even more poignant, that sound cue, when it's happening. So he's like, Jesus, yeah, just brilliant stuff overall um all right there we go (laughs) there you go there's our top 10 john williams scores easy peasy Uh, yeah we're gonna put this list together clearly uh, one two three is the same so um let's do it all right so what i have number four is superman but that was your number six what's your number
1: four correct my four is empire which you don't have Mm. uh so yeah then superman would probably go next oh wow okay um and then do you want to
0: put empire next or do you want to put because i have harry potter at five um
1: i've got harry at eight. Oh, okay what else you got five eight or my f- i would say five eight wins that okay so harry potter there at five all right Ooh. all right empire next And then we also have in common what Jurassic Park and Schindler's List. Yeah, Schindler's List is seven for me. I've got that at nine. Jurassic Park is ten for you? Yeah, ten for me. So that's seven, ten. All right, so it goes Schindler, then Jurassic Park. Okay. All right, so we got two left. All right. What's your next highest? Uh Harry I mean sorry, J F K at six. All right, so I got Phantom Menace at five, so it would go Phantom Menace than JFK. All right, perfect. JFK made the list.
0: E.T. <clears throat> e. did not make the list. People are going to be so mad. E.T. did not. <laughs> All right, the top ten John Williams scores. Yeah.
1: At number ten, JFK. At number nine, The Phantom Menace. At number eight, Jurassic Park. At number seven. Schindler's List.
0: At number six. Uh, The
1: Empire Strikes Back. At number five. Uh, Harry Potter overall, I guess.
0: Yeah,
1: sure. At number four. Superman. At number three. Jaws. At number two. Uh, Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. And our number one John Williams score is... Star Wars A New Hope. A New Hope. Uh... Um... And then uh, I've got Caro's list right here. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's hear it from Jonathan. Caro's. I had ten. He's got Catch Me If You Can. Nine is Superman. Mm. Eight is Schindler's List. Seven he chose uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay, nice choice. Six is Jurassic Park. Five is Home Alone. Okay. Uh, four is ET. Three is Jaws. Two is Raiders. One is Star Wars.
0: Yeah, there we go.
1: So we have the same one, two, three. There we go. Uh It becomes
0: subjective after one, two, three.
1: Yeah, I feel I think, across well, the board for, yeah, I think so. Right? Maybe in another generation's time, that will have changed. Maybe you're right. Yeah, uh, yeah, but who knows? But I mean, it's pretty solid. We're not going to disagree with you there. But Surprise, Et Superman at so four way. is is nice and high. <laughs> I'm not happy with Superman at nine, but all right, Caro. And then, uh, all right. Well, uh, thanks to. Uh, Jonathan Carl for, you know, sending us in that, uh, for choosing the topic. And, uh, he did that by joining us over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10 and join at the boss hog level. And you can choose that. You can be part of, uh, uh, everything else that we do on the tiers below that. And you'd also get a shout out, which we're going to do, uh, right here, right now. And our thanks to, to Chris Alexakos for doing, you know, the Lord's work. Yes. By helping us put together the shout out list and uh, hunting down people for the relist, because I know this month was especially hard for them. Uh, and uh, relist, we're talking oh, wow. about some uh, changes for your tier, adding mm-hmm. a, a, a variation on a show so you still get a relist and something else. Um, we'll probably talk about that on, or we talked about that more than likely on uh, this week's relist, or we'll talk about it on next week's show. But coming yeah. up, stay tuned for changes on that. You'll still have a relist, but you'll be getting something different in place of a second one. Try and. Uh, be more interactive for everybody overall and also help uh, alleviate some of uh, Chris's, you know, hustle every month.
0: Oh, yeah. Chris is struggling all the time to make this sure this happens. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Relist is, uh, you know, sometimes people don't respond and then uh, it sucks. Yeah. If you're a
0: part of this thing, I mean, and, and you see the calls go out, please do your due diligence to, uh, I don't know, to get in there. And, yeah. And get your stuff uh, read by us because we always want to. Uh, give uh love to everybody who are the patrons uh, to be part of the realist yeah or i mean we've been kicking around another show and maybe maybe realist has kind of gone the way of the dodo for some of you and so we'll we're kicking around the possibility of another show that will replace realist that'll be also an interactive kind of situation for you all uh, which Matt and I have been kind of considering and kicking around right now uh, recently rather
1: yeah um, and we'll see but stay tuned we'll have yeah something on that on a show coming up uh, mm-hmm. do you have the list front of you yes i do finally sorry
0: about that yeah no worries
1: all right so here is the monthly shout out we give to everybody that supports us at five dollars and up over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10 and it's our way of saying thank you to everybody that uh, really helps us you know you're the reason that we're here your support it's it the financial helps but it's also the reason we've gone out we can see that there's demand and now we can go out and do the shows on yeah. the road or uh do more shows each week to try and give you uh, guys content because it's your support and we're so thankful of that each and every month and this yeah. is our way of saying you know publicly uh thank you yes um, all right so i'll start us off mm-hmm. i got a.j barrera abby lugo adelardo fuente uh alan snuffleupagus
0: snuffleupagus <laughs> bennett Albert Wiradarma. What's up, Albert? Alex Ramsey. Alex Russell. Alexander Mazonia. Aliyah Moore. What's up, Aliyah? Ahmad Ali. Andre Kast- Constantinesco. Andres Mendoza. Uh, Andrew Herb's. Andrew Hayes. Andrew Marker. Andrew Nally. Andrew O'Day. Andy Ortiz. Andy Tan. Angela Dashner. Anthony Casanova. April Rybacky. Ashley Prowles. Oops, sorry. Ben Quirk? Is that right? Ben Quirk? Correct. Yes. Ben Cartwright. Bernie Knapp. Billy Guillaume, Blair Simpson Willems do you think it's Guillaume's or like Williams I like or... Guillaume's but maybe you're right maybe all it's right Queens.
1: uh Blake Gaunt
0: um yes I'm sorry this thing keeps being weird Blake O'Brien Bobby
1: Carney Bobby Michael Brandon
0: Caridi Brandon Monroe Brian Akins Cameron Belgrade Cameron Chapman Charlie McKenna Chelsea Lewis Chris Cabrera Chris Consiglio Chris Jones Chris Lemke uh, Christopher Brockman. Christopher McIntyre. Christos Alexakos. Christos. Cody Seal. Connor Teal. Corey Day. Corey Trainer. Cody Markham. Cody Rexford. Dale Varley. Dan Nye. Dan Petraglia. Dan Somerville. Daniel Chaput. Daniel McCarty. Darren Bush. David Gregson. David Mitchell Baker. Deborah Torres. Dimitri Malat. DJ Red Hot Cax. Dominic Greaves. Drew Burkhardt. Drew Inns. Swain Joseph Burke. Dylan Bueller Dempsey. Dylan Johnson. Dylan Hume. Ed Buskirk. Edwin Dobbins. Elijah York. Ellis Menchaca. Oh boy. Eric Bloor. Eric Bruin. Eric Stevenson. Evan Zoller. Francisco J. Torres. Frank Montoya. Gareth Weldon. Jeff Key
1: Kelly. George Menchaca. Giancarlo Simonetta. Gunnar R. Hans Eskelson. Haley Morton. Ha- uh, Houston Bodily. Ian Horner. Ian Platt.
0: Ian Brick, Beltran Lopez. Uh, Lewin Williams. Uh, Jacob Pullian. Is that right? Jacob Pullian? Jimmy Jam Nost. Pullian, right. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Nice. James Leggett. James Petty. James Trapani. James Winstead. Jambia
1: Conazar, Jason Bradshaw. Jeff Dickin. Jeff Saliba. Jen Kemp. Jeremy Bowers. Jeremy Metz. Uh, JIC317. Jim Payne. Jim White uh joe hw
0: or uh yoon joe hyun jody money joe farrelly joe abara joey anthony johan schmidt john douse john keith john mariano jonathan caro jonathan chase josh joshua stets uh josh lawrence josh mabry josh murphy josh Sachs Joshua Wynn, uh juan reyes Johanna Linaverta. Julian Key, Justin McDonald, Justin O'Neill, uh, Catherine
1: Samuels, Keith Archer, Keith Fitzgerald, Kelly W. kayla Lalong, Kevin Fuss, um,
0: Kristen Smith, Christian Longyard uh Kristen Kurtz, Kyle Beckworth, Kyle Fuller, Kyle Spahn, Laura Deverson, Lawrence Witt, Louis berrigan Luke Allison, Luke Larson, Mackenzie Horner, Magali Dore, Marcel Berman marcus davenport mark fawcett and finally mark manchaka yeah martin t az martin tuttle
1: matt chipping matt hannigan matt yund and matt simmons matthew kearns matthew lee cravens matthew pullen
0: maurice robinson michael d dyke michael kelly michael mcdade michael Schmer. mike barrington mike shea nile blackie nick francis nick dornuff nicholas smith nizar alabasi uh, noel kelleher Pat Bulfamante. Phil Neglia. Philip Lane. Ravi Prazad. Uh, Regan Lovig, uh, Rob McDonald. Robert Francisco Suarez. Robert Haley.
1: How, would you say that Suarez? Uh, Suarez, Suarez, maybe. Suarez, yeah. Suarez? Maybe Suarez. Uh, Rodrigo Valverde Third, Roque Orellana, Ruben Enriquez. Ryan M. Brandos. Ryan McKenna. Scott Monzolvi. Scott Zarnacki. Scott
0: Kohler. Seamus Breitag. Uh, Sean Brennan
1: sean lebeau sean lebeau. scott oh uh, sorry uh sean scott seth shearer shane noble simon bruyard stacy flores steve schluckabier
0: steven anderson Stephen armstrong su fernando the blast from our past podcast hey, oh the cinephiles you know who you are uh thomas clarence thorsten uh M. Mueller, tim beg tim franco tim cascuba tim reimert Timothy Berg. Timothy R. Williams. Todd Whitkey. Tyler Spots. Wayne Murphy. Victor Whiskey Alund. Wiley Todd. Will Morse. Willie Logie. Uh, Gigosan Zirian. Zach Butts. And Zakaria Kaufman. Awesome. Thanks to everybody.
1: Yeah, thank you all so much. That uh, supports us over at Patreon.com forward slash uh, the top 10 with the number 10. And uh, we actually... Have something mailed to us. Yeah, let's take a look at this. We, we have a gift. We rarely get the gifts and, uh, anymore, and we used to get a bunch of them, so um, this is pretty awesome. Yeah, so, we, uh, so it's a name we just read off, yeah. Michael D. Dyke. Uh, he sent it to us for, all the way from Akron, Ohio, and I will open nice. this now. And no idea what it is. It's a nice-sized box. It's uh, I don't know if it's repackaged from eBay, but it's got eBay. Tape do you want on to use
0: it? both hands? I can va- I can vamp while you use both hands if you want. I don't want you to cut your hands or anything like that. Yeah, we always appreciate the gifts. Uh, some of y'all for a run there. There was a nice little run where you all were sending us gifts and we were getting them and putting them up. And uh, Matt was going to create the uh, Hall of Fame or the Wing, the guests or the uh, sorry sorry the uh, gifts wing of the fans that we were going to put in the top ten Hall of Fame uh, uh, building. Um,
1: and do we add this one to it? Let's find out. There is a note on the top. Great. And it says, a gift for each of you. Um, I'm either really late or looking to the future. Hashtag Top 10 Cleveland oh, oh, from oh. Michael D. Dyke. Oh, it's little Rock and Roll Hall of Fame stuff or
0: uh, Cavaliers? I don't know. Little LeBron so stuff. So you got them each marked off. Oh, wow.
1: Personally wrapped? Uh, okay. Uh, what does yours say? It says, uh, Matt, they don't sell a fletch. So this is the next next best thing. It's oh, a, interesting! It's a box. I don't know what the box is. What does yours say? Mine says, "When I found this,
0: I knew John would love it." Also, a smaller box. Uh, we'll see. Let's uh, let's open these up. Let's take it. It's literally a verbal unboxing. So oh, I like that. Uh, all right. Let's see. We got a little tissue paper. That's all wrapped in. Uh, oh. What'd you get?
1: I have a batman hallmark keepsake wow of him stepping atop a gargoyle that is awesome with some brick as the the wind blows his cape back (laughs) to christmas ornaments oh is
0: that from a particular uh thing like a uh, animated series or shot from a
1: thing Whoa. whoa uh no it looks like it's based on the comic books okay that would be my guess yeah it looks like yeah I would say early 80s, maybe, Yeah,
0: something along those lines. It's got a little bit of a Dark Knight Returns vibe to it, that's for sure. Um, The police spinner from Blade Runner. So it's pretty cool. Is yours
1: an ornament as well? Uh, It's a
0: Christmas tree ornament. Yes, it is. That it is. A keepsake. Uh, It's much more than an ornament. It's a little work of art created by a real person with a real passion to tell a big story. Uh, When you hang a keepsake, you know you're hanging a story of you. There, Matt Nost. Boom uh well thank you so much this is very good and these are 2019 keepsakes so these are current thank you so much uh to yeah, my uh, wife is gonna hate this yeah,
1: so... <laughs> good great choice i am literally gonna unbox this and go ahead and put it in the christmas decoration box <laughs> so she doesn't know it exists until next year and be like <laughs> oh, oh, wait, oh yeah
0: no i got that uh, as a gift i'll hang that on the back of the tree yeah. we have to put that up <laughs> that's awesome do you
1: guys get a tree
0: Yeah, we got a tree. Uh, We did a bunch. uh, And we kept it up longer, like in the second week of January, because we had got it so late in December. We got it in the middle of December. So we were only able to enjoy the tree really for about a week and a half, 10 days, a little bit over like that. So we were like, fuck it. We're leaving this thing up for another two weeks in January so that we can really just enjoy it. I hated taking it down, man. She did such a great job decorating it. And by the way, all of it from the 99 cent store. And she did a phenomenal job. Couldn't believe how great it looked.
1: Tons of our stuff. Comes from the ninety nine. When you need just yeah. the stupid bulbs, yeah, 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 just nondescript bulbs. Why am I paying a lot of money for exactly filler?
0: What's the point? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: There's the real ornaments, and then there's the other shit to make it not look sparse. And there's no point in spending a lot of money on those. Yeah, she's
0: a phenomenal job, man. Every time I walked in and saw it, I just had a big stupid smile on my face. Yeah, it's I the
1: only nice. holiday I celebrate, man. It's the only one I decorate for. Yeah, oh, I yeah. could see doing Halloween just because. But if we had like trick or treaters, sure, sure, sure. But I don't think this neighborhood will. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. Well, our last neighborhood. uh uh, had a, a decent amount. No, I don't deny it. I'm saying
0: walking up seven flights of steps. Oh, we don't... would go down st- oh, street okay. side. okay, Fair enough. Fair yeah, sit next to the garage. Well, that's Cool.
1: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> never going to happen. <laughs> We'd have to give them like two full size, right? For to, to walk up all those. Steps. Get up here. Um, uh, do people? If people want to send, do we want to put the address sure, out there? It's, if- uh, send it to uh, care of Matt Nost um, at 108. South Highland, and it's in Highland Avenue, Fullerton, California, 92832. There you go. go. So send it there, 108 South Highland Avenue, Fullerton, California, 92832. There you go. It is up there. Our thanks to everybody that supports us. Uh, London, May 2nd. Go to kingsplace.co.uk and pick up your tickets over there. Yeah. I look forward to that. And you can follow me anywhere at Matt Knows to make sure to check out my podcast, Embrace the Hate. You can find it anywhere you get podcasts. There you go. Don't don't hesitate, all these tickets to
0: London, people. Right now we're at a decent spot, but we're not at a great spot. So please buy these tickets. Go get these tickets. Come see us. It's four hundred seat theater. We really want you all to come see us do it. It might be it might be our first live show of the year at this point. Uh, because uh, Houston doesn't look to be happening quite as quickly as we were hoping. Yeah. So this will be our first live event of the year. So you know we're going to be ready to act the fools and have fun with you, interact with you, and do all kinds of fun stuff there. So please come join us. Make an excuse to fly to London. Make an excuse to drive to London or take the ferry or wherever you get to London. Come and join us, and let's have a little fun. And let's do our own version of, like, Bringing the European Union back together by having so many different people. Let's heal but, these wounds. Let's heal these wounds and come to the Top 10 show. We really want to sell out that 400-seat theater, so give us some love there. Uh, as Matt said, you can follow him at Menos. Follow me at The Roca Says on Twitter and on And Please don't forget to subscribe to my channel. Been doing mornings with the outlaw every morning from 8 a.m. to 9, 9.30. It's been great to see the responses. It's www.youtube.com slash Says. Go and get involved here. So much more content coming down the pike, and of course, all the other stuff I do. Anything else? No, nope, that's it. All right. Thanks for Take care for another episode of the Top 10 Show. <laughs>